something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. <laughs> You're headlong down the runaway train that is the anomic age, and I am your host, John Age. Happy to be back with you once again in the wee hours of the a.m. Yeah, coming at you at 2.27 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, from the formerly great state of North Carolina, over here on the east side of the state, not in the mountains, not in the Piedmont, but here loving it in the coastal plain. I'm only loving it right now because it's nice and at least a little chilly outside. I'm kind of getting pumped up on this whole fall thing. Real excited about Halloween. Love Halloween every year. Can't wait to watch some scary movies. Got the house a little decorated today for the Halloween time. Looking forward to it, folks. Looking forward to it indeed. So, uh, there's that. Let's get into the real business, I suppose, huh? Anomicage.com. Share that link. Friends, family, loved ones, and enemies. All forms, factions, and creeds in between. (laughs) I'm on the new, uh... Albi, Bitcoin, or I think they refer to them as Shitokis. Could be mistaken. Nevertheless, anomicage at getalbi.com. And of course, getalbi.com forward slash P forward slash anomicage. You'll forgive me, this is all a little bit new to me, so I'm getting acquainted, adjusted, and uh, rip-roaring and ready to go. A little bit slow, but... um, Still as deadly as ever. Nevertheless, you can find out about all that in the links section below, whatever you happen to be listening to and or watching this on. Happy to be back on YouTube, at least for a couple more hours, a couple more days. Who knows how long it's going to take for them to kick me off that fun-filled, ever-loving, censored platform that is YouTube. So I'm on there for a bit. That's nice. Thanks for all the folks that are in YouTube land. Thanks for tuning in. Underscore this one more time. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. You can become a patron. You can just donate. You can make it a one-time thing for as little or as much as you like at the aforementioned payment platform. All that and so much more can be found at anomicage.com. You can get the iPhone app, the Android app, sign up for the free newsletter and see every single one of these shows, the information breakdown segments, and of course, the full Monty of the Anomic Age with guests. I'm talking about, uh, excuse me, about one hour plus editions of those. These are about uh, 30 minutes tops. Anyway, you don't care about that. You want to hear about this. <laughs> so the uh, the name of the game, as it were, this evening is, of course, going to be more Ukraine. 
Insane for Ukraine. Insane in the brain. Going insane for the Ukraine. Insane in the membrane. Going insane for the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Ukraine. It wouldn't be a fun-filled day if we didn't at least harp on them for a few more hours of the day. Now, would it? So supposedly Russia bombed the Ukraine consulate, or I suppose the German consulate uh, today in the Ukraine. Apparently it was empty. It's been empty for a long time. So they just bombed an empty building. So there's that. What I really wanted to get into this evening is, as the title suggests, the disassociation or dissociation. Dissociative disorders. Because that's the only thing that I can possibly think of that would answer why uh, no one seems to be answering the bell for what's really going on here in this whole debacle. Let me tilt that down. That's bothering me. It's going to bother me until I tilt it right. Hmm? That's a little bit better. I don't know if I can live with it, but I'm going to try. All right, so let's pull up the obvious this evening. We got the notion of a normalcy bias. Normalcy bias is a cognitive bias which leads people to disbelieve or minimize threat warnings. Consequently, individuals underestimate the likelihood of a disaster when it might affect them and its potential adverse effects. That's it, folks. That's the normalcy bias. That's the obvious side, do you believe? Uh, that's nothing new under the sun because we've talked about that many times here in the Anomic Age. Normalcy bias for sure. So one could definitely say that the vast majority of the public, and I'm just going to talk about those Americans because that's where I live here and landed a sheep home and a slave, the formerly great USSA. <laughs> yeah, we're all back in the USSA. The Beatles were wrong, I think. It wasn't the USSR. It's the USSA. Yeah. So I'm just going to speak to the people here in the USSA. That's uh, what everyone is obviously under, some sort of normalcy bias. I mean, that's sort of prima facie, isn't it? Because in spite of everything going on, In spite of uh, there being no treaties, no peace talks, no nothing. What is that? That boob in the Ukraine is is banning peace talks or he's outlawed peace talks or some nonsense. I mean, this is just so on par with everything Adolf A. Lewis Hitler. I don't even think I have to say it now, do I? Of course. It's it's illegal now to have peace talks. I mean, how silly is that? In the Ukraine. And of course, Biden's unwilling or unable or probably incontinent so much that he can't possibly make it to the table for any sort of peace treaty nor talks in the first place. But nevertheless, it seems that peace is off the table. We got everybody's favorite uh, boob. What's that? That, uh, that giblet head, Sean Penn. Saying we need to take the first steps, basically, and bomb Russia. We need to go nuclear. <clears throat> if you look at the artwork for this show, it's a 
nice little mashup of several pieces, to be honest with you. But I started to have the anti-war, the anti-nuke, the peace protests. But I was trying to find images of this. And to be real with you, I couldn't find any. I couldn't find any at all. If you look at the various image search engines and you look for those aforementioned topics, all you'll find is Ukraine mess. You'll just find Ukraine. Stop Putin. We love the Ukraine. We support the Ukraine. We are bending our knee, washing the feet of and kissing the feet of the Ukraine. That's all you'll find. You won't find anything even remotely from this century that has to do with peace protests, anti-war protests, or um, anti-nuclear protests. All that was from the last century, most notably in the 1960s and to a lesser extent in the 1970s. That's it. That's the only time, or at least photographically, that there was a lot of this captured for posterity's sake. So um, I don't know if that's startling, but it's it should be at least irritating because the the cult of celebrity and the popular culture, and then of course by proxy with that, all the millennials, all the people that are in that demographic of of the thirty five ish and below ish, you know what I'm saying? Those folks. There's nobody talking about peace. There's nobody talking about uh, let's stop warring. Let's stop sending. What do we got? Over 80 billion to the Ukraine now. Let's actually try to extend an olive branch to everyone and stop killing each other. There's no talks of that. None. It's just comical, really. I mean, if we weren't on the precipice of a nuclear conflict with one of the you know top three superpowers in the globe. This would be comical, but it isn't because uh, that's exactly where we are. So one could easily say that this is a normalcy bias. You know, the aforementioned, I pulled that up a moment ago. I'm not going to do it again. One could easily say it's a normalcy bias. People are just are just locked in their everyday lives, and they live in this cognitive dissonance reality where they cannot juxtapose the two realities And there's that. And there's also the normalcy that we're the top dog. We're number one. I mean, this is the propaganda that that gets promulgated K-12 indoctrination, college, university, weaponization. And uh, I would say the Gen Xers got this a lot in the movies and television shows with with things like Rocky and Commando and and all the, the litany of war propaganda movies of the 80s. We got that. But the millennials... Are, are getting the inverse, the America's horrible or the worst thing on the globe. We're just the blight of all blights. We're just a, a disease, a scourge that needs to be uh, wiped from the face of the earth. America's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Um, happy late Christopher Columbus Day, by the way. I mean, that was a few hours back, but I'm still going to rep it because... Uh, I'm happy I'm here in America. Even though old Christopher Columbus never set foot on North America. Somehow he gets the street cred for it. So thanks, Chris. Thanks. But I digress. 
the bottom line is people are living in the normalcy bias where they are so full of the hubris that they think we're the top dog forever and always and nothing's going to ever topple us. I mean, if you look into the sports realm, I'll sort of talk on this because I think those things are more digestible or at least readily comprehensible to the vast majority of the general public. You know, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, if you're, well, I guess once upon a time a Cowboys fan, if you're a Lakers fan, that sort of thing. Your organization, your team, I guess, as it were, has been so good for so long, you expect to always be in the playoffs. You expect this is going to be another run to the championship or at least in the playoffs at a late round, you know, that sort of thing. So that's kind of the American mentality. It transcends sports and is really inculcated into our culture. I did several episodes back, um, a whole thing on outlining culture, how culture is caught, caught how culture is created, how culture is co-opted, and how culture is just used in order to get the end result that the powers that be want. So if you look into that, you can see the the parallels between what I just uh, told you there as far as sports, sports goes. So we got that going on. I mean, I think that's kind of obvious. Americans tend to think we're the best. We're never going to be toppled. We're... The, the stuff, if you will. I'll clean that up a little bit. So there's that. I mean, that's the normalcy bias. But I'll go one further because I think this goes into the realm of dissociative disorders. And I'll pull this one up because uh, it, it kind of outlines this is from WebMD. What is dissociation and what is a dissociative disorder? <clears throat> so I'll sort of skip down to where I think this is most applicable. Your sense of disconnect from the world around you is often a lot more complicated than than that. Uh, I'll get into the second paragraph here. Dissociation is a break in how your mind handles information. You may feel disconnected from your thoughts, feelings, memories, and surroundings. It can affect your sense of identity. Key point there. And your perception of time. Also your perception of reality. <laughs> I'll add that to that. Symptoms often go away on their own. May take hours, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Can lead to other things like schizophrenia. I'll get into that as well too. But So back to the dissociative disorder or di- dissociation, which can lead into a dissociative disorder. So when it talks about dissociation... Um, it sort of mentions in other articles that this can sometimes occur in childhood, can often center around a traumatic experience. And if this goes into adulthood unchecked, this can definitely manifest as a dissociative disorder. So here's where we connect into the MK Ultra. Here's where we get into Operation Paperclip. Here's where we get into... MK Ultra Mind Control, Project Monarch, and so forth and so on. Because one of the key elements of this did center around children and it did center around splitting the personality into a dissociative state so that one personality could be controlled to pull things off like the uh, the murder of ML, oh, excuse me, not MLK, but RFK. 
with uh, Sirhan Sirhan and so forth and so on. So, and this can go into into other avenues. Oh my goodness, my, my brain is not sharp at this wee hour. The Phoenix Project from Vietnam as well. <clears throat> but the bottom line is here, the personality begins to split because of so much trauma, trauma-based mind control. So if we look at the Naomi Wood material, where we got shock and awe, uh, where she was looking at the uh, 9-11 event, the big false flag there, and looking at that as it was a manifestation or caused the manifestation of trauma-based mind control. Because of that repetitive imagery of the trauma, it was seared into everyone's conscious and, of course, the more importantly, subconscious. So connecting a lot of dots to that, you can very easily make those parallels between what we've been dealing with for almost uh, a little over three years now with PSYOP-19. PSYOP-19 is definitely a very easy to understand event that was meant to traumatize the public. And not so much, I don't think, the adults... Because they were just sort of the cannon fodder, the collateral damage. I think it was really meant to sear the fear into the younger generation, those tweens, adolescents, and even children. It was meant to sear and scar into their brains that trauma, that trauma-based mind control is what that was meant to do. And that trauma would cause a bit of dissociation. That trauma would lead into obsessive-compulsive disorders, that trauma would lead into increased suicides, increased drug use, abuse, and otherwise. And it would also just lead into uh, higher incidence of suicide. I mean, so much of this is just exactly what we are seeing when we look at these incidences of trauma-based mind control. Through other lenses, um, the ones that I mentioned previously, Phoenix Project, MKUltra, trauma-based mind control, that sort of stuff. The Naomi Wood material where she's looking at the shock and awe, where she's looking at these incidents of trauma, changing the perception of the general public, changing the culture i.e. culture creation, like I talked about a few episodes back. So that's everything that we are definitely seeing here with this. We are seeing people dissociate between the reality that is going on around them all the time and their artificial existence. So you're seeing this, this dissociation with no matter how high the death toll climbs due to the PSYOP-19 treatments. And no matter how many different individuals, scientific studies, doctors, and so forth come forward and say that the PSYOP-19 numbers are completely off, doesn't matter. No matter how many people come forward and point out the deaths, the collateral damage, the, the just litany of physical manifestations where I'm talking the mental here the physical manifestations from the treatment most pushed by dear old Trump and his uh, 
advisor in PSYOP-19. So no matter how much of that is flooded in your face, these people will not believe it because they have dissociated between the reality that is real and the reality that they choose to accept, that they choose to believe. Like that stupidity of whatever your truth is, know your truth and just speak your truth. No, it's not your truth or my truth or Billy Bob's truth. It's either the truth or it is the lie. So that's, that's exactly where we're at with all this. People have dissociated. So here we are on the, on the precipice of a nuclear conflict. I mean, we have been flooding the Ukraine for months now with billions of dollars. We've been flooding that area with all sorts of special ops troops. And basically just in a proxy war against Russia. And right about now, the chickens are going to come home to roost because... Russia is going full-on scorched earth here and starting to take out not only military but civilian targets. Um, so that's exactly what the devil we're seeing here, folks. We're seeing the full dissociation, the dissociative disorders. We're seeing them run rampant. Except no longer is it just that bum you might meet on the street that thinks he's Napoleon. It's your friends, it's your family members, it's housewives, it's husbands, it's cousins, it's aunts and uncles and otherwise that just don't get it. Or they do get it, but I think their their brain has been conditioned through the trauma to dissociate. To not see the forest for the trees, to not see that we're on the precipice of nuclear war... Because, you know, to blend these two, they're in the normalcy bias. They can still get their drugs. They can still get their weed. They can still get their booze. Oh, Netflix and Amazon still working. Things are great. What's that you saying about the Ukraine? Oh, well, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's, it's not. I mean, after all, I've got my Ukraine flag in my car. And, you know, I've replaced my profile picture for the Ukrainian flag. And, and uh, it's all right, right? But it's not right, folks. These people have dissociated <laughs> and and it really is akin to talking to that bum that thinks that they're Napoleon or that thinks that they're, uh, you know, Billy Graham or whatever. You know, I'm throwing back to some old episodes where I'm missing this stuff <clears> that happened to me when I went out and about downtown way too young and, uh, and ran into these individuals some 30 years ago. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're at, folks. We're at the dissociative um, state this normalcy bias state where no matter what kind of evidence you give these people, they're not going to come back into reality. So it's much like I've said many times before where you can't fix stupid. And it's, it's at that point of an impasse where barring the Lord Jesus Christ coming back on this earth and, and interceding and somehow healing these people from their trauma and bringing these people back from their <clears throat> satanic doldrums, you can't fix these communists. And you can't fix even the conservatives that refused to believe they were uh, taken for a ride by Trump, that refused to believe that they were taken for a ride by those PSYOP-19 treatments. 
You can't help them. You just can't. They refuse to believe that we're on the precipice of a nuclear war with Ukraine because, hey, I mean, their cable's still working, right? They can still go up to the store and get some food. It's no big deal. I mean, my wife told me this a couple of days ago, and I went out and about yesterday went to the store to get a couple of things after, you know, running a couple of quick errands. And I found the same thing. The stores, at least the ones here in the Eastern NC, are a little bit bare, folks. That's just what I've been picking up. I went to a couple the other day, and my wife told me the same thing from the few stores she went to. And there's a whole lot of empty going on in the stores, folks. And we can easily attribute that to PSYOP-19. The factory's getting shut down. We can easily attribute that to those just mysterious fires and explosions. That What are we at? Over 50 food processing plants domestically. And that's not counting the ones globally. So, uh... What does all this mean? Are these all harbingers of what's to come? In my humble opinion, of course they are. (laughs) So we're going to see greater and greater scarcity. I pointed out this couple, I think, weeks back. If you look at the Farmer's Almanac right about now, it's calling for a cold winter. It's going to be cold outside, kitties. To quote a little Groundhog Day. And we're going to see more and more incidences of power going out here and there, rolling blackouts here and there. And my parents reported this also. They live a little bit away from me, but uh, they were saying, yeah, the power just basically goes out every night at a certain time now for a couple, couple minutes, a couple hours, you know. And we're going to see more and more of that, folks. We're going to see more and more as they shut the system down the great reset you know this is not a joke this is the realness so there's all that and that's kind of where i humbly think we're at folks i think we're at a definite state of normalcy bias but i think it runs a lot deeper than that i think people have vastly just dissociated they've gone through the two and a half three years of the psyop 19 They've been bombarded with all that stuff, and they are just shutting down. I mean, just like the, uh, I think I mentioned the the study a couple episodes back with the dogs on the shock plates, and, you know, after a while, the dog just shuts down, sits there and gets shocked if it feels that there's no way out, and I think, sadly, that's where the vast, the vast majority of the American public are. They still got their weed and their booze and their Netflix, so they're just cool with it. They're like, all right, whatever. I'm not going to... Pretend that there's anything going on. I'm going to pretend, in fact, that there's nothing going on. We're all safe and sound, and we're just going to keep getting vaccinated forever, and it's going to be all right. And the inflation will keep inflating. We'll keep just throwing billions to other countries where we can't even identify where they are on a map, and we'll all just be all right. Don't worry. Russia's losing. That that, uh, gay porn star guy that's leading the Ukraine, he is winning. And that's it. (laughs) I just can't believe it. I can't believe sometimes that we are where we are. It's just, it's it's hard to fathom this. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I will fully say on my end, there's a certain degree of dissociation as well because 
I hope that these are very tactical nukes that they begin throwing around because I tend to think that we're going to get some some flack in the, the northern hemisphere, if you will. Here in the old USSA, I think we may get some flack from that as well if we don't get some full-on nuclear volleys in our direction. I mean, I covered this a couple episodes back where we've got <clears throat> Russian and Chinese warships and submarines off the coast of Alaska. I mean, that was, what, two and a half weeks ago? What was it? Uh, sort of touted as the the Russian doomsday sub that's got the big granddaddy of them all, nukes, uh, kind of the, we're going to pull the plug on the whole planet kind of things. Yeah, that sub has left the base and nobody seems to know where it is. I mean... This is where we are, folks, and I got to be real with you. If that sort of stuff does pop off, I um, I don't think any of us are really prepared for it. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk, oh, we've got our iodine and we've got our hazmat suits and we've got the raincoats and the duct tapes and we know all these procedures and that. I mean, I guess, you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't think any of us really know what that's going to look like. And I, I pray that we don't find out what that's going to be like. So if you've been following me on Facebook at all <clears throat> in the last few days, I've just kind of been being very sardonic, very dark humor with the whole thing and just saying, you know, get your pre-nuclear war playlist together. <laughs> so that's what I've been putting out. I've been putting out tons of songs for your pre-nuclear war playlist. Is that the right one? I keep thinking of the the day after. I think that's the one I'm thinking about. 1983. Yeah. Anyway, I put that up there. Also, very dark humor. As my uh, pre-nuclear war flicks you should be watching. So if you're interested in that, you can find tons of, of old punk and hardcore songs that you could uh, put on your pre-nuclear war playlist and definitely watch the day after the 1983 <clears throat> kind of the heart of the Cold War film that would depict, sadly, what it could possibly look like if we go full-scale nuclear conflict with Russia. So, I mean, I say all this and kind of put a lot of tongue-in-cheek and a lot of dark humor on this as well because I don't know what this is going to look like, folks. None of us do. That's the beauty of living here in the United States and I pray that we don't know what that's going to look like and will not know what that's going to look like. I have prayed this many times in the past few days, <clears throat> just basically praying that cooler heads will prevail and praying that uh, Vladimir Putin takes the high road as far as his engagement with the United States. Because I don't fear, I don't feel, excuse me, sort of Freudian slip there. I don't really fear. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, but I do fear Chairman Biden, and I fear Chairman Biden's ineptitude. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't see as praying for Biden as doing much of anything. I think he is nothing more than a, a meat suit right about now being controlled by his handlers. But I'm praying that Vladimir Putin at least tries to take the high road with the United States and perhaps will give us some grace and understand that the American people are not 
the ones causing this insanity. It is, in fact, our Chairman Biden and the the global satanic death cult members that are controlling him. I hope that uh, we'll get a little grace from Putin in that regard and that we will not see what we fear, which is going to be a full-scale nuclear conflict. I mean, what we have today with some sort of... uh, Soft takeover of some computers, some hacking of of airline computers, I believe, and that was immediately blamed on Putin and blamed on Russia and so forth. And as I said, I believe about two episodes back when the episode was entitled Priming the Fear Pump, they've been priming the fear pump via PSYOP-19, and now they're also simultaneously priming the fear pump with Russia. So we know where this is going So anytime something happens, anytime a false flag happens here domestically, it's either going to be blamed on the conservatives or Russia or PSYOP-19. I mean, there are so many different ways they can go with this. It's really just insane. Bottom line, folks, we are absolutely seeing the dissociation, the dissociative disorders. It is running nationwide. The normalcy bias, it's again nationwide. And I don't think there's any cure for it. I think sadly the cure for it is going to be when people wake up one day and they can't go to the store and they can't go to the liquor store and their money in the bank is frozen and they're just stuck at the house and then they're going to start getting little blips and blobs on whatever media platforms may still be operable, which at that point was probably going to be your local television stations. That uh, D.C., Denver, and New York have been hit by tactical nukes or something to that effect. hope that's not what we're going to see, but I fear that it, it is. That's all for now, folks. Thank you so much, James, and all the others for tuning in. As I always say, you can't do everything, but you can do something. Please check out AnomicAge.com if you want to help me out there. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. And I know you saw this uh, AnomicAge at GetAlibi.com. You can throw me some uh, little tiny fractional bits of, uh, (laughs) of Bitcoin if you want to go there too. So all that and so much more is available at AnomicAge.com, folks. Be safe out there. I'll see you sooner than later in the Anom Cage. Thank you for listening to the Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A N O M I C A G E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to the Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.